Chapter Six of Living with Our Children by Claire D. Pearson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Fatigue problems. Save under most exceptional circumstances, one does not attain the happy dignity of grandmotherhood without a very thorough knowledge of the complications, both physical and emotional, produced by fatigue indeed fatigue does not express it all for it is frequently exhaustion few are the mothers who cannot recall the weary stretches of time when the days and nights seem to be merged in a new and bewildering fashion when one was sleepy all day going about the domestic tasks mechanically the body fairly numb from lack of rest and the mind tense with anxiety for the sick child in the next room then a night's rest had come to mean only the short intervals of sleep snatched between doses of medicine the stealing about in slippers to avoid disturbing other members of the family the unreasonable relief when a faint streak of light began to redden the eastern sky the comfort of hearing a kindly voice ask did he rest fairly well last night under these circumstances fatigue is less a problem than a recognized and inevitable fact one may be tousled haggard generally unkempt even downright unreasonable and irritable and one is exempt from criticism the emergency is adequate excuse there is nothing to be done about it but to carry on the real problems of fatigue in the child's home are the everyday ones and quite frequently it is not realized until years afterwards that it was primarily fatigue which made the trouble we apologize for the baby of course when he misses his nap and becomes fretful we make allowances for the five-year-old who enters flushed and irritable from long activity in the hot sun but when a child has one of those exasperating nerve-wearing attacks of asking questions questions which we know he could answer perfectly well himself it does not strike us that it may be an indication as it frequently is of his being too tired to do his own thinking such a situation calls for extra consideration not reprimands and the treatment indicated is an early supper and undressing for bed with permission to look at picture books there for a while it being distinctly understood that this is because he is tired not because he is naughty it is wise to have children realize that it is difficult to be pleasant and reasonable when overtired and that they must guard their words and actions with a special care then it is also good to have them feel a certain responsibility in the matter of becoming overtired of course everybody has to overwork sometimes father and mother both do and it cannot be helped they just have to make the best of it and try all the harder to be patient when that is so but they do not mean to play too hard and you ought to be careful about doing so play can be put off you know until another day work cannot always be so there is more excuse to be made for people tired and unreasonable from overwork than for those who overplay you can see how it is somebody has to get the meals and take care of the house and do the mending and someone has to open the store and sell the goods which people need but nobody has to play tag in the hot sun all afternoon why not admit 
in the emergencies which cannot be avoided that we are human tired and especially likely to be irritable one gains nothing by assuming that he is as well poised as usual and that the causes of ill-nature are all external and one frequently loses the very sweet sympathy and helpfulness of children it is far better to state the case fairly and ask for a special consideration i am very tired to-night dear i have been canning fruit all day for the family to enjoy next winter and the weather has been very hot i do not mean to be cross at all i shall try very hard not to be but you can see just how it is i had to can the fruit before it spoiled even if it did tire me too much so if i should not be so pleasant as usual please try to forgive me and please try not to ask me any more questions than necessary we rob our children of a birthright when we fail to allow them to make their share of sacrifice or to show their share of mutual consideration which is essential to happy family life when these emergencies arise there should be no feeling of apology if they have to leave play and youthful companionship to lend a hand in housework which they are able to perform and they will not expect apology if it is taken as a matter of course and begun when they are little tolstoy was wont to speak often of the companionship of bread labor that labor which concerns itself with the more primitive processes of life the providing of the essentials of food shelter and raiment and it is easy to establish this in the home especially where there are no servants companionship in play is necessary but companionship in work real work is no less so there is no substitute for it without it there can be no true comprehension of the lives of the workers either in the home or outside no sense of their value to the world no idea of the solid satisfaction and dignity of doing a piece of necessary work and doing it well it is a short-sighted policy which permits many american children of to-day to tire themselves out with play while their parents exhaust themselves with work and the companionship of bread labor is unknown End of chapter six